Thank you for listening to the Real Truth Podcast with Ruth Henderson, where we will dive into the powerful truth that the kingdom of heaven has for us. And now here's our host, Ruth Henderson. As we step into today, I want to share a prophetic word with you. As soon as I was asking the Lord about today, I I heard the word courage, and he began to unfold a word that I just really want to share. I feel it's a now word. I feel it's a really important word that we need to hear, the body of Christ needs to hear, that we have a position to take, we have a stance to take, we need to get our voices back. And I really feel that this is a word from the Lord. So I want to share it with you. I want to ask you to hang in there with me. I'll talk some through it. I'll make sure that I state specifically where the Lord has said something. And so here we go. Again, as soon as I asked the Lord about today, I heard the word courage. And this is what he said. He said, tell them to be strong, not only to be strong, but to trust that I am there to give the strength that is needed. That strength is not only for this moment, but also for the battles that are yet to come. Call forth the warrior's mindset, that mindset that knows they've been trained and are ready for battle. It is only with the warrior's mindset that the victory can be won. However, give a warning also. The warrior doesn't run off alone, but listens to the commander. There is a necessity for unity. One may sound the alarm, but many go into battle. And so as I heard that from the Lord, I was immediately reminded of Judges 6. And in verse 8, the Lord sent a prophet to talk with the people to give them his word. It was after that prophet had actually spoken to the people at large that the Lord sent the angel of the Lord to speak to Gideon. And that reads, it says, this is in verse uh, Judges 6, 11. It says, then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree Ophrah, which belonged to Joash from the clan of Abernezer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. So here's our Gideon hiding in the wine, uh, in the wine press to ensure that the grain would not be stolen. A lot of people have said that he was there in great fear. And I can kind of understand that because the Midianites, they were ruthless. I mean, they were there. They were reducing the Israelites to starvation. They were, they were just totally taking everything in their fields, destroying their fields, putting the rocks in their fields, anything they could do to make life miserable. So starvation was in the air, which means death is in the air. It was a really, really hard season. However, what I realized was that the angel of the Lord came to where Gideon was at and just made himself comfortable. Can you imagine? Just put yourself in this scene. Here's Gideon with an ear out for the Midianites, trying to hide. Gideon is making sure there's provision. I mean, he is hiding, thrashing the wheat in the wine press in order to, sh- to ensure life for his, you know, for his family, for his tribe, for his people. He's trying to make sure they survive. And so he's down there working hard. And this angel of the Lord shows up and looks at, there's a tree there and it's like, oh, this looks comfortable, kind of plops down beside the tree and makes himself comfortable. Just think about that. I just loved because I I love this because the angel of the Lord was comfortable in coming to have a conversation with Gideon. He wasn't worried about the Midianites. He wasn't worried about the reason behind Gideon being in the wine press. He just sat down under that tree and got ready to have a conversation with Gideon. You see, when the angel of the Lord looked at Gideon, he didn't see the weakest or the least. That was Gideon's description of himself. 
The angel of the Lord saw from a different perspective and greeted him with, and this is going to be Judges 6, 12, mighty hero. Hear that? In, in Judges 6, 12, the angel of the Lord addresses Gideon, this is a New Living Translation, as mighty hero. With those two words, mighty hero, the Lord was realigning Gideon's view of himself and calling him to a different mindset. In order to do what he was called to do, his opinion of his, himself had to shift. It had to align with God's. This was not pride. It wasn't lack of humility. It was absolutely vital that Gideon's mindset aligned with, aligned with God's view of who Gideon was. So this is one of the things I hear the Lord saying. The Lord says, this is a season where you need to turn ear to me and listen to what I see in you and join me in calling it forth. Okay, so let me say that again. The Lord says, this is a season where you need to turn ear to me and listen to what I see in you and join me in calling it forth. We have to understand that to do anything less than that is to actually walk in sin and not in partnership with what the Lord wants to do. Okay, let's keep going. Let's go back to Gideon because that's that's the account God took me to as he released this word. So the angel of the Lord, remember he called, when he addressed Gideon, he called him mighty hero. But Gideon needed to keep listening because after those two words, there was a promise attached to the name that Gideon was being given. So basically, the angel of the Lord says, mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Here, the Lord is with you. You see, where God was calling Gideon, what God was calling Gideon into, God knew that Gideon needed to grow in his relationship and his understanding of God's presence and power. Okay, so mighty warrior, he was redefining his name. The Lord is with you was a promise that was attached to that. If Gideon was willing to step into this, this title, this label, this identity as mighty warrior, there was a promise that God would be with him. In other words, what God calls us to do, he equips us and he also goes with us. He does not send us in alone. So I want to go back. Now, the Lord said, as he spoke to me, the other thing he says is, I have not called you to go in alone any more than I have called Gideon to go in alone. I make you the same promise. I am with you. I am with you. I am, all capital as in, I am that I am. I am with you. However, in order to step into that, you have to step up to a new level. You cannot stay in the wine press when I am calling you to the battlefield. All right, let me read that to you again, what the Lord says. Okay, this is his word to us. I have not called you to go in alone any more than I called Gideon to go in alone. I make you the same promise. I am with you. I am with you. I am as in I am that I am the name of God. I am all capitals. I am with you. However, in order to step into that, you have to step up to a new level. You cannot stay in the wine press when I have called you into the battlefield. So even as I was working through this and I was thinking about sharing this with everyone, I could hear the arguments rising up. You see, we all want to respond out of our flesh, out of our insecurities. We all want to respond with the reasons we can't go into battle, just like Gideon did. 
I mean, I'm the I'm the least, I'm the youngest. I mean, he had his litany, his own identity, which he was operating out of, which he says to the angel of the Lord, who just called him a mighty warrior and gave him the promise that God go, would go with him. Gideon steps back into what he knows and gives all the but, 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 but. And you see, God loved Gideon so much that he had that conversation and kept calling him forward and calling him forward and calling him forward. But there was a point where Gideon had to step out and step into that. And for some of us, God has been saying mighty warrior. He's been giving us a new name. He's been giving us a new identity. He's been giving us a job assignment. And yet we're so determined to stay stuck that we've stayed in our wine presses. And we're hanging on to the identities that we understand that we've actually become comfortable with over the years, even though they are not God-given identities, they're man-given identities or they're identities that have risen out of insecurity. Whereas God's saying, I want to realign you with the sight, with, with who I see you, how I see you, who I see you to be, how I see you, what I see you doing. But you have to begin to open your ears and listen. We have to open our ears and receive. Gideon had to reach a point where he stopped arguing, but stepped out. So we struggle to pull off those old labels and identities. Gideon did. And sometimes as we pull them off, it even hurts because we can feel pretty raw and vulnerable. But we need to understand that just as God took Gideon through a process to own his identity, and by owning his identity, I mean the identity that God had for him. We need to understand that God's also willing to take us through a process if we will let him. But to begin that process, Gideon had to step out of the wine press, out of his own self-imposed labels, out of his insecurity, and he had to step into his destiny. Here's the thing. His first steps were shaky but he did move. He began to move. He began to test out what the Lord was saying. He put motion. He put movement to what the angel of the Lord was saying. So today, God's saying to us, it is time for the silent majority to climb out of the wine press. It's time for the silent majority to climb out of the wine press with a shout of victory. The promise of the Lord is that he is with us. He is with you. We can be assured of that. So let me read that to you again. God says, it's time for the silent majority to climb out of the wine press. It's time for the silent majority to climb out of the wine press with a shout of victory. The promise of the Lord is that he is with us. He is with you. You need to hear that. The great I am, capital I, capital A, A capital M, I am, the great I am is with us. And when we climb out and into, climb out who he's created us to be, you know, climb out and into that identity and then step into what he's called us to do, whatever that battlefield is, wherever that sphere of influence, whatever he's calling us to do, that God-given assignment, he will be with us. You see, right now there's an outpouring of courage. And immediately what happens is I saw that outpouring of courage. And I hear this word from the Lord. Immediately I see some people with an umbrella or a covering over their head. And you're actually trying to stay dry. However, this is what the Lord is saying. He says, I am pouring out strength and courage for this very moment. Remove the covering and look to the heavens. Because it is from heavenly kingdom where your help comes from. Am I not the Lord Almighty? So again, what he said is, I'm pouring out strength and courage for this moment. Remove the covering and look to the heavens. For it is from the heavenly kingdom where your help comes from. Am I not the Lord God Almighty? I want to go back to the beginning. 
The Lord said, tell them to be strong, not only to be strong, but to trust that I am there to give the strength that is needed. That strength is not only for this moment, but also for the battles that are yet to come. Call forth the warrior's mindset, that mindset that knows that they have been trained and are ready for battle. It is only with the warrior's mindset that the victory must be won. However, give a warning. The warrior doesn't run off alone, but listens to the commander. There is a necessity for unity. One may sound the alarm, but many go into the battle. There is a cry going out, a call going out from the kingdom of heaven, asking who is with the Lord, who will go with. There's some of you who are hiding in wine presses. And right now the angel of the Lord is relaxed there under the tree and ready with a whole new set of labels, a whole new set of identity. You just have to listen and then begin to absorb it and step into it and let those new identities take place of the identities that don't align with who God has called us to be. That's absolutely vital. It is a moment where God is releasing his courage, that new identity from the kingdom of heaven. And with it, it is it goes hand in hand with a promise that he will be with us. But we have to move. We have to move. We have to step into it. So Lord, Heavenly Father, we hear your word. And Father, our arguments, just as Gideon gave the but, 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 Lord, we relinquish those arguments to you and we receive that new identity. We receive the identity as warriors for the kingdom of heaven. God, open our ears so that we walk with courage, so that we hear your voice, so that we hear the sound of the master commander. And God, heal our land. Bring unity once again, Father. There's so much disunity and you, you, you always call us into unity under the kingdom of heaven. The bride of Christ is not to be fractured and fragmented, but is to walk in unity, in step with who you are, in step with your heartbeat. So right now we call forth the men and women. We call forth the warriors for the kingdom of heaven. We call forth the mighty warriors. We turn ear to you. We listen to what we see, what you see in us, what you're saying, and we join you in calling it forth. So God, we just come into the alignment. We come into alignment with your perspective, with your mandate. We acknowledge that you have not called us to walk in alone, but that we, you have called us to walk with you and to walk with our brothers and sisters. And we decree and declare that we will not stay in the wine press when you're calling us into the battlefield. So we release that shout of victory. We release that shout of victory right now into the atmosphere. We just release that shout. Wherever you are, just let that shout come forth. Raise up that shout. Let it rip. Because God has given you a promise. He has given me a promise. So it's time to step out of that wine press. And it's time to adjust our clothing. Adjust our crowns as sons and daughters of the living God. And say, I am a victor. I'm part of the kingdom of heaven. I am a warrior. I am a mighty hero. And God is with me. Because that is what he has said. And he is faithful and true to his word. So that's where I stand. And I will not be moved. Because that is what the Lord has said. Thank you for listening to The Real Truth with Ruth. If you like what you heard today, please visit ruthhendrickson.org for books, blogs, e-courses, and spiritual growth. You can follow Ruth on Facebook or Instagram at Ruth Hendrickson Ministries. See you next week.